eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome into Loho Daily. I am Loho, a.k.a. Lawrence Holmes. This is my podcast. Today... I am doing my podcast from my office in my house. And the reason that I'm doing my podcast from here today is because I'm doing the show from Wrigley Field. And ordinarily what happens is is I go in, I go into the studio, I work on the podcast, and then I do the show. But there's no real way for me to do that today. Also, it gives me an opportunity to talk about something that I enjoy talking about. I'm excited to do the show from Wrigley. I've never done a show from the bleachers. And I guess, well, I guess technically we're going to be on the, the right field porch, I believe it's called. But if you are going out there today, I will be there from 12 until 1245 doing my regular show. But the reason that I'm, I'm pumped about it. One, I've never done a show from out there before. I've never done a show at Wrigley before. And two, it gives me an opportunity to talk about something that I enjoy. And I don't, I don't mean this as me like rubbing it in your face, but one of my favorite things that I enjoy about the job that I have is the buzz around a stadium before a game. I like the quiet of it. I know it's a weird thing to say, right? But it's true. Like, I really like the quiet of going to Soldier Field or Wrigley Field or Sox Park, even the United Center. And the United Center usually buzzes a little bit. I think of the of the four main or four main venues in Chicago, that's the one that it's most difficult for you to enjoy because there's so much buzz that's going around. Like people are are moving stands and depending on whether it's hockey or basketball, it's not like you can get out onto the ice before a game. Now, I will say if you go cover a Blackhawks practice, you get some of that because you're watching the practice usually from the stands and there's no one else there but the people who cover the team. That's kind of fun. But the United Center as a whole, like as a a place where you get that quiet like anticipation there's a lot of moving parts like I was just thinking there's a a ton before a bulls game 
where there's a lot of moving parts. For those of you who don't know, like I spent a lot of time covering the Chicago Bears. Like that was my beat. I I loved doing it and I loved being in empty stadiums. I don't know what that says about me psychologically. It might be fun to actually think about that and <laughs> and maybe talk with someone about what that means. But my buddy Zach Zaitman, people often will make fun of him because he usually posts pictures from empty stadiums. Like when when that was like the running gag that on Zach's Twitter, before a game, you would get an empty Soldier Field or an empty Lambeau Field or wherever it is that the Bears were going to play. I completely sympathize with that. There's something about it. There's something about seeing a place that in today's case, it'll be, you know, 40,000 people. But when it comes to football, you're talking about a, a 50 or 60,000, 70,000 in some cases, or like uh, when you go to those super mega football places like Jerry World, 100,000 people are going to find their way in here. And right now, there's maybe a thousand people that are in this building. And you get to kind of see it, you get to see the mosaic of a stadium or a ballpark in a way that's a little bit different. And I know that I try whenever I'm out covering like serious Cubs games, like playoff games, I always want to try and take as many pictures and videos and send them out to people because it's hard to take all of it in because of all the anticipation that goes with a game. Like that's a difficult thing to do. So, I always like to get, I, I joke, usually my last picture from, if you go back and look through my Instagram, at Lawrence W. Holmes, you'll see that usually my last picture before a big game is, this is as close as I can get you. And I try to get, like, right behind home plate. Like, I, it's a real pl- a privilege, I think, to, to be able to, to do this and to be able to cover sports that way. But I do love how solitary it feels maybe that's what it is like it kind of feels like it feels small you feel small in comparison to what's getting ready to happen that you're on the field and you can kind of look up and you can get a sense like it's not perfect it's not apples to apples as far as what the players see because the players are worried about assignments they're worried about everything else and and they have that that view of what's happening inside the the stadium itself but it does give you an idea of what their experience is like for those of us who played sports at any level and and you were hoping to get to the highest level of sports the professional ranks it can be humbling like it can really like you can you can get a a grasp of what it might be like to stand on soldier field. Now, a long time ago, things have changed. I mean, I'm, I'm old, but a long time ago, you used to be able to get on the field with a credential. I mean, you can just run out there, but if you were covering the team, you were able to get a credential and you could watch guys work. That was some of my favorite times of covering the bears where you would see some of the rituals that would go on where 
Lance Briggs and Charles Tillman used to have this routine that they did together, that even though they're different position groups, they would warm up together. They would go run the field together. The last time that I was at Bears, what was that? I went to Bears Rams and stuck around a little bit for pregame before we did some of the TV stuff. And a lot of the coaches of this regime run stairs. So like Mike Furry, because he's like a crazy like workout guy now, he runs stairs. So you can see like some of the guys like getting their exercise in and and I'm sure de-stressing a little bit before a game. Like I I those are the types of things, little nuggets that you can take away as someone who covers a team and you can understand relationships maybe a little bit better. That's the that's the like professional way to look at it. I, from the the personal aspect, I, I will say I, it's cool. There's there's something about the anticipatory nature of rolling up in a stadium and knowing that something big is going to happen. And I know that I've personally struggled with doing a studio show now. I mean, don't get me wrong. My my job over NBC Sports Chicago is terrific, and I wouldn't trade it for a thing. But as the Bears were getting good last year, one of the things that I wanted to try and do was make sure that I was getting out to games. And I couldn't stay for the game, obviously, because I needed to be back in the studio, and I needed to be watching the game with my guys, and I needed to you know, be taking notes on what they're talking about because it was going to help us have a better show. But there were a couple of games last year, the Vikings Sunday night game, the Rams game. I want to say even the Detroit game where I said, you know, I need to at least feel the vibe of what's going on for whatever that's worth, whatever that's worth in, in my coverage. I wanted to be able to feel the vibe of what was happening at the stadium and then be able, hopefully be able to relay that back to the viewer after the game was over and it still tugs at me a little bit like not not being a beat reporter tugs at me because you get so many of those moments like you get to go hang out as George McCaskey would say in the south lots you get to hang out and think about what's getting ready to happen and see how fans are reacting to things and and you could kind of I I've always felt that I I got good stuff from fans that if I was talking to fans as I was coming in or going out of a stadium, it gave me a better understanding of what was on the fans' mind. So it gave me more ammunition for questions when I was covering press conferences every day or it just gave me a, a better, I think it, it gave me a better connection because the essence of what I'm supposed to do is that I'm supposed to be representing the fan base of getting the information, filtering the information from the people that I cover and then bringing that to the fan base. And I, I do enjoy, I did enjoy those interactions where you're, you're kind of learning what, what the fans are interested in, like what's got them hyped. And you don't just take one person. You kind of try and build up a, a talk to a group of people 
as you're entering or leaving a place and 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 maybe get an idea of what it's about but i i loved it like it's one of the favorite things that, about this job one of my absolute favorite things so that brings us to today where i'm really looking forward to doing this show and i'm i'm looking forward to i don't i don't think that i've I haven't been to the bleachers in Wrigley Field since I was in college. I could say that with a surety. It was probably 1995, the last time that I was in the bleachers. Me and my good friend Cheryl Amante, we were out there. And I, it was, remember that horrible summer? That summer where like people kept dying because it was so hot? We went to a Cubs game where I think it was 98 degrees at first pitch at 7.05. Like, it was one of those days where it was like 102 degrees in the city. And it was awful. And I think that's, I'm pretty sure that was the last time that I was at the bleachers in Wrigley Field. And obviously, like, that place has a lot of memories. It has a lot of character. It's a lot more accessible now, I can tell you that much. It's more enjoyable to go there now than ever. For everyone involved, except for maybe the visiting team. So maybe the Cardinals won't enjoy it. But I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. I've never had that vantage point before. So seeing, like trying to concentrate on doing the show and doing the show well, along with taking in the ballpark from a different view, I'm, I'm really excited about. Also, you know, Dan and Connor are going to talk with with um, Theo Epstein today. So I'm hoping to get to the ballpark in time to be there for that so that I can kind of I can eavesdrop a little bit on the conversation and it'll help me frame what I want to do on the show today. But I love being in empty ballparks like that's the the gist of this. If you haven't figured it out, empty ballparks, empty stadiums. It's terrific. It's a lot of fun. And I think today is going to be a lot of fun. The weather's perfect. Although I do think, considering where I'll be, maybe pants and a jacket today instead of rocking shorts. Maybe shorts. It's good shorts and hoodie weather, right? Like, I could do that. Shorts and hoodie. Like, maybe a, a DePaul hoodie today. I could do that instead of a Alabama one. So, I hope you enjoyed my meanderings on Loho Daily today. Hit me up on Twitter, at Lawrence W. Holmes, especially if you ever had that experience of being in an empty ballpark. If you got, like, VIP access to something, it's cool, and it's humbling, and I'm looking forward to it. Thanks for listening today.